Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. Um, as promised, I have a very special guest in the building today. Uh, but before we get to our guest, I have to make sure that I read this from our sponsor. Uh, this podcast today is brought to you by the good folks over at Audible. Now, you know, you've heard me talk about Audible a couple of times here. It, it's, um, it's a great company. And if you guys love to read but don't want to physically read, I'm in that category. Uh, you guys should definitely check out Audible. What we're doing here um, is giving you a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. That's S-T-R, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. And we're going to give you that free audiobook. It's very simple to do. You can go there and it's over like 150,000 titles. And you can listen on your iPad, um, Android device. Anything that you listen to music on, you can listen to an audiobook on pretty much. So just go to audibletrial.com slash straight out the den and get a free audiobook, our free gift um, from, from us to you. So check that out. But you guys probably heard me talk about it last week. Um, I wouldn't tell you exactly who we were going to have here um, in the den today, but I will say it now. Um, help me welcome India Sean. How you doing? I am marvelous. Thanks for having me. Great, great. Thank you for being here. Now, I don't know if India remembers, but like we have like some long, long history, right? Okay, refresh my memory. <laughs> I was always the fly in the room. Okay. The fly on the wall in the room. <laughs> um, back when you were working, um, doing a lot of stuff with Ace and Motown. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was I was always the guy that's kind of just sitting there and, you know, um, I guess the, the, the friend of the room, but... Um, at the time I was doing a lot of music stuff too, but I wasn't like vocal about it. I was just like, yeah. I didn't want to be in their, their space. So okay. that's my earliest memory of you. Wow. And <laughs> must've been about 17. <laughs> I think that was maybe 04, 05, something like that. Or 05 wow. Or 06. Okay. Eight. Yeah. If it was a five or six, yeah, I was about 16, 17. That's crazy. So here's the thing. There was a record that they made. Oh Lord. <laughs> and. I know you probably remember this record, but it was hands oh, I'm down. Scared. <laughs> hands down. I'm, I'm going to play just a little bit of oh, it. Jesus. Just a little bit of it. And I, I said I had to. I had to start this podcast this way because, like, it's it's funny how somebody you may not know a person, but they connect to your music so much. Mm -hmm. And this record, it was during a time when, you know, it was from my favorite group uh, of all time, by the way. Um, they sampled a, a portion of this song and I was just like, you know, so engulfed in it. And to this day, India it is still one of my favorite songs from you. And wow. You, you I can't, still, I got to hear this. I'm, I'm going to play it for you. I'm just going to play. Um, I don't know how much of it we're going to play. I just want, I'll love to see your reaction. Is this actually on your phone? This is hilarious. No, this is like, this is in my, oh my, my, my phone. gosh. Like, I listen to this honestly about just being realistic, maybe like once a week. Wow. Yeah, really. And um, I played this for Marlon. Um, and did he laugh? He was like, yo, I forgot <laughs> about this record. So I, I'm going to play it. And, and I just want to hear your reaction when I play this. Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. Hey. <laughs> I love this record. Wow. I'll tell you, I, I absolutely love this record. And if y'all don't know this, I'm, I'm going to stop talking and let y'all listen to like maybe 30 seconds of it. Just a hook. That's it. Oh my god, embarrassing. <laughs> All 
right, that's all y'all get. Yeah, that's all y'all that's, get. That's y'all all don't get. judge me by that, okay? No, y'all no. are just now meeting me. So, okay, that was I was seventeen. But that I'm, was about I'm, ten years ago. It was about ten years ago. <laughs> but I, I still love this record and, and it's just it's one of those records where it, it was um I think the innocence. You can hear the yeah, innocence in the music. Most definitely. And um, you know, I just gravitated toward the record. Like I said, I, I genuinely played that record. I would say realistically at least two to three times a month. Wow, and okay. it's just, it's, it's one of those where like, it's, cool. it's in my phone, so that kind of tells you. Yeah, it's, a little shuffle, you know, like, come on on yeah, the shelf. It's, it's, not a, <laughs> it's not an old phone, so it's like, yeah, it's purposely yeah. in this phone. But wow. yeah, that was my introduction to you. So like I said, that was um, 05, 06, something like that. And, you know, since then I've been quietly being in the background, being a fan, just looking at what you do. And, um you know, all the way up to now with, with the uh, the project, the um, Outer Limits mm-hmm. um, project that you just dropped with uh, James. And I always slaughter It's Flauntleroy, right? That's- it's Fauntleroy. Okay, I'm going to let you say it. Fauntleroy. I, Fauntleroy. I've been yeah, saying it for years. I, you know. Yeah, it's not the easiest, but you got to know it. You got yeah. to say it right, man. I know, I know. Because it's, it's, <laughs> it's work, you know, it, it shows for itself. So, I mean, there's a lot that I want to make sure that we get to okay. all the way up to now. But, cool. you know, uh, since we started on, on that note with the uh, the personal record, I want to know, like, your journey through music. So, okay. take us from take us back in 2005 2006 you know a 17 year old india uh just starting and, and maybe that wasn't your just starting in music but you know kind of give us where did everything come from with you yeah so i i mean it's you know kind of that same old story of you know i grew up in church mm-hmm. singing in the choir um my mother was the praise and worship leader of our home church okay so, um, you know, she's a singer, incredible uh, keyboardist as well. And um, I kind of came up under her direction, singing with her and all that good stuff. Um, fast forward to about 2003, 2004, I moved to Atlanta. And, um, you know, I, music was not even on my mind. I, I was singing, but, you know, we weren't really in church anymore. And, um, you know, I was just singing because that's you know, what I've always loved to do. Um, Never thought it was a real possibility, you know, didn't even know how to, how to get into that door, you know, but I I was randomly singing, um, coming out of a Best Buy and and met someone who then became my manager. And you probably remember him um, from back in those days, Big Low. Yeah. Shout out to him. And uh, yeah, he kind of introduced me to the music industry. He was new as well. And we just kind of grew together in that. Um, at that time, I wasn't yet writing my own music. Um, I be like that song, I believe, was written by. Um, if it wasn't written by the guys, then I, I think Dwayne Covert, who was doing a lot of my writing, definitely probably was a part of it. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I felt the need to kind of start expressing my own feelings and opinions and. Um, I did start writing with my sister and a good friend of ours, XO, um, when I started Georgia State University. And we were just writing in the dorm rooms and, you know, it was very organic, very pure, very innocent. And we, we loved it, you know, and I, I, I wish I could get back to that place. <laughs> but no, we just loved writing. We loved coming to, uh, coming together in my dorm room and just coming up with harmonies and recording on my laptop. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of relationships and friendships with uh producers around Atlanta because of my um my solo work as an artist and so we you know we kind of had a little plug as far as that's concerned and um 
you know, we were getting in with them and recording real songs, making real songs. Um, we met Polo to Don uh, shortly after and signed a publishing deal with Zone 4 and Universal Music Publishing. And um, that took me back out to L.A., my hometown. And we wrote for several artists. You know, we had a lot of fun with Chris Brown and yeah. got what a chance. The, what was the record? The Chris Brown. Oh, we have three or four with Chris. Okay. Um, the first one. I'm trying to think of the. Um, let me see. Uh, the first. I'm trying to remember that <laughs> which albums they were on. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, we did a song called uh, "Love Them Girls" with the game on it. Okay. And. Um, Let's see, we did a song called Calypso, which was actually an iTunes release. We did, um, hold on here, I got I got it pulled up. Okay, yeah, it was on the Fame and Fortune albums. Fame and Fortune, okay. Yeah, gotcha, Fame and gotcha. Fortune albums. Yeah, Love Them Girls. And we did Trumpet Lights on the Fortune album and Tell Somebody on the Fortune album. And then Calypso, which was a song I really loved. Excuse me. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah he did that. Uh, he, he put that out via um, iTunes. Um but yeah, we worked with so many amazing producers and artists and had a good time with that. And, you know, as fun as that was, I, I was realizing that I wasn't, you know, living my personal dream and I wasn't singing as much as I had been. Mm. Um, and I just, I, I needed to do that for myself. So um, 2012, I moved back to Atlanta and got together with John Key, a friend of mine, and we created this incredible album entitled origin, origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so that was the real start i mean uh not that everything before that you know you know was irrelevant or anything like that but as far as like me like really creating a complete body of work um yeah that was like the real beginning yeah. for me yeah I, I remember origin and i and i um i remember the push uh the, the, <clears throat> the marketing initiatives and everything for the project and that's one thing i I, I want to say, like, your team around you, they really know <laughs> That's how funny to... because I actually didn't have a team when I did Origin. <laughs> it, it, hey, it looked like you had a team. So whatever you were doing at that moment, it, you know, it, it, I can just, and, and, you know, maybe it was because I was paying attention. You okay. Know, you know, yeah. Yeah. It still yeah. was just, it, it felt like you could, you have music that you truly believe in. And it wasn't like, I guess being in Atlanta, the R&B scene, in, in my opinion, has never been like out there like you mm-hmm. really have to dig and, and you know really find good r&b right um i guess on that's not apache r&b if that makes sense <laughs> you know what i mean no shade apache no, no, no I'm shade. Just kidding. I, love, I love apache <laughs> i'm there all the time but you know no 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 i totally you, feel you. you know what i'm saying like so like really niche r&b exactly. that that's outside of the whole you know urban hip-hop world which exactly. kind of you know has taken over atlanta yeah um yeah i, t- I totally feel you so it, at that time you know it was it was kind of it, it wasn't around so you know <clears> having a project and you've seen it being pushed the way that it was pushed you know it was it was good for the city um to have something like that um you know i, I remember that's my phone going up but <laughs> I, I remember um that project and, and like i said with the push and everything and then i remember it's, it felt like just a, a different level for for you. I know you, you said yeah. you kind of fell fell back on the the writing, and it was like let's focus on India for a second. Mm-hmm. So during that time, what was the difference between the two for you? The difference between writing for other people and doing yeah. my own stuff. Um, 
Well, I think it was just actually creating something I actually liked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, when you're writing for someone else, you're giving them what they want. You know what I mean? And I I was, it's so funny, I was talking about this the other day. It's like, you know, you're writing these songs, and if it's something that you really love, you kind of want to keep it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, my writing partners would get so annoyed with me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this song. Can this be for me? Even though it was for, like, Monica or something. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I would do that, all, find myself doing that all the time. Um, but then it's like, if I don't feel that way about it, yeah. you know, I don't want it to come out, period. So I want to be able to love everything that I'm doing and, if I love it, I kind of want to just keep it for myself. So I mean, I you know that I think that that's kind of yeah, where you just kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So yeah. I just had to choose, and of course, I had to choose myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still writing. I'm definitely still writing. Mm-hmm. I'm actually getting back into it. Um, working with some really talented producers here. Childish Major is mm-hmm. one of them, and creating kind of a new sound and not being so selfish with the you know with the music and. <laughs> You know, shoot, if Beyonce want to cut some, yeah, Rihanna, yeah. you know, let's do it. I, I understand completely. It's it's all about, you know, I, I know that thing as a songwriter, there is that selfishness because you hear something and you create something so great and you know your talent level. So you know that I can I can duplicate this, mm-hmm. but it's like, man, I really like, you know, I love that record. And, yeah. and to say like, well, you know, the opportunity is a little bit better if I give this to this person or that to that person. I get it. And I think that's the, the toughest part um, for a songwriter. And that's why I believe, like, songwriters truly have to have the right people around them to kind of, you know, move things around. And I say that um, because, I, you know, out of nowhere, I just I started seeing Paris, you know. Mm. And Paris is um, somebody that I've been knowing for, for some years, like um, – I, I used to intern at DTP. Okay, so you were right there with him. Yeah, during that time, <clears throat> I think it's one of those things, like when you see a person like him, it's like you, like, man, internships pay off. Because I, re- okay. I remember when I was there, he was, you know, ahead of me, but he was still just kind of working in the marketing department, just, you know, figuring things out. And now to see where he is now, it's just like, okay, it's, you know, it's good to see that. And so I want to know, how did that relationship for you guys, like, how did that come about? I mean, it was the same way, you know, with you saying you've known me forever and me knowing Ace and Motown and all of them. I mean, it was the same thing. Like, you know, he was young, I was young, and we were both, like, coming up in this industry together. And it was the same um, wherein, like, you know, he was just coming to the shows and um, kind of just, like, in the background, mm-hmm. watching the growth, seeing the growth and, like... Um, one of my shows a couple of years ago at like a W hotel or something like that, he came and was like, yo, you ready? <laughs> and I want to manage you. And I'm like, eh, are you ready? No. <laughs> but yeah, he totally is. And he's been a great manager, um, uh, very supportive, very helpful. And definitely, I mean, it has a whole lot to do with, uh, you know, this new project as far as the marketing that you mm-hmm. see there and just the whole uh, strategic planning and stuff. It's been really, really great. Absolutely. Um, and, and I definitely want to get make sure we get into this project because I know that's, you know, that's why you're here. Um, I, I just say, I, I think I have to say this before you um, leave while I actually have you here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Your voice is, I've always compared it to, and I don't know if singers like to com- get their voices compared, <laughs> so this is no disrespect. It's but okay. I've always listened to your voice and said, like, man, she sounds like Brandy. Mm. Like, I've always, just, it's something about how, how Brandy, her vocal arrangements and how she's able to, 
truly make her voice sound like an instrument. I've mm. always got that from, wow. you know, hearing your voice. Thank and, you. Uh, no problem, no problem. And, and it's like, um, I think that's what really drew me into the music. It mm. was like, man, like she really, you know how it's like when, when people sing and you feel like you're right there with them. Like I feel like everything that she's talking about and I'm a guy and yeah. it's like, like, man, is she like really like going through some, you know, stuff? And yeah. it's like, I, I get that with your music. Okay. This, Thank you. This, no problem. No problem. This, um, this new project, right? Mm-hmm. The Auto Limits EP. Yeah. First up, how did James Flunt Leroy? Font Leroy. Font Leroy. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, James. I know I've been slaughtering your name for years, but I'm a fan of your music. I've been listening <laughs> To every all the cocaine eighties stuff like that's, yeah that's in my phone my, I, I'm a big cocaine eighties fan so yeah I've been amazing. a fan for a while but how did that connection work to number one to even connect in general but to get together and decide like we want to do a project together like how did that come about um well James and I you know I'm just really fortunate in general to be friends with a lot of really amazing talent like you know uh, I think when you put a certain amount of years in you're just bound to meet people who are also on the rise and you get to you know watch their journeys and watch them take off and you know if you form a real relationship then you know it's something that you can benefit from in the future um James and I became friends uh, back when MySpace was hot. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, like we became like best friends, and even though he was across the country and I was here. Um, but when he would come work in Atlanta, we would hang. And, you know, I was a fan of his music. I used to play him my stuff. Like, hey, what do you think about this? And mm-hmm. obviously he is a huge inspiration to me. Um, we had talked about doing some stuff. Uh, we, we were always talking about doing a project together. Um, but... Uh, when I put out Origin, we did, uh, I put a song on there that we had done, Neither Do We. And the response was just so great from that song. It was actually an interlude. And people, it was just too short. People were like, this needs to be a whole song. <laughs> so we gave y'all an EP instead. <laughs> and I'm, I'm loving this Outer Limits. I mean, by now you guys should have heard it or heard about it. It's, um, you know, it's it's a great body of work in my opinion. Thank you. Um, the Floating Away. Mm-hmm. Um I think that was one of the first records that you guys released. From yeah. Her. And, um, you know, I heard that and I was just like, man, like the voices that both of you have, it, it works so well together. Yeah, it's almost like it the chemistry goes without saying, but it's it's like the, the things that he's able to do with his voice combined with the things that you're able to do with your voice. It almost feels like one one person on the album. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys managed to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's but. funny. I think our tones are, are kind of similar. Um, like they're like cousins or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, definitely, definitely. We in the same family. So yeah, you. it's cool because um, even though it's a collaborative project and he's singing backgrounds throughout the entire thing, mm-hmm. um, then we have like a couple of duets. Um, but yeah, it, it does kind of sound like one voice. Like, you know, it's it's there's not too much of a, of a distinction there. But gotcha. um, yeah, it, it was a great collaboration. I think since we're on the subject of the project, right, I, uh-huh. I do want to go through some of these these records. Okay. Um, is was the second single the one son? Which what? It's it's um I'm trying to think of it. I have the track list here, but it, it's one record that um maybe it's more or less, but it's so like funky. It, it just has that. Is it? Uh, you're probably talking about One Son. One mm-hmm. Son, yeah. It's it's just like, it feels like Prince. It feels like, it's just so much inside of that, that one record. And I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of taken back. It's just <laughs> like, man, like, 
I've always been the guy that's, you know, wanting to be in the studio and, and seeing the creative process of these projects. And, you know, it feels like this whole EP feels like you guys truly were just some friends hanging out. Like, let's just create beautiful music. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's and, exactly what it was. And, 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 you know, that 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 felt what's the, the name of the producer on the um, the album? Um, now, it was a project, excuse me, a production team that okay. James is a part of. Uh, they go by 1500 or nothing. OK. And okay. they are um, just yeah. a group of really talented musicians. It's Very a bunch talented. of guys. They play for Rick Ross. They play for everybody. And uh, they're also incredible uh, producers in their own rights individually. But um, together, they're just like beasts. So yeah, I was Lamar really fortunate for them. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to him too. Like Brody, Lawrence, all of them are just insane. Yeah, I, I think I first um, came <coughs> across fifteen hundred or nothing. It might have been on like the game album, like a couple of years. Back. Okay, yeah, like, probably Man. so. And you know, when you see the videos, it's like the look, right? It's like that's the thing. Like you can't judge a book by its cover because if you look at it visually, you wouldn't think that these guys were like <laughs> musicians like this. And then like you see them, and it's just like, man, like these dudes are like so talented. That the fact that you guys actually came together to work on something, you know, I, yeah. I can see it, it. It truly shows in the music. I, you know, I know we only have a short time um, here, so I want to make sure I get to as much as okay, possible. Okay, let's do it. Um, what's what's next for you? Like this project. First off, it's did it exceed your expectations? Mm. Um, I think it did what it needed to do, and that that was that it got me outside of my comfort zone. Gotcha. And that's what the whole concept is: it's outer limits. It's mm. going where you've never been before. You know what I mean? And um, I think I needed that because I was. Um, all the origin was a very honest album, very personal. Um, I still had a lot of fears about saying certain things or how, you know, my family would, you know, perceive me if yeah. I said fuck on a song or, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like I'm grown and, you know, I, I got to get outside of of those um, walls that are, you know, holding me back from reaching so many um, other people, so many more people. So, yeah, I mean, I love that 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 it did that for me. You, you said a lot in that, and a part of this podcast, like, we kind of dig into a lot of different areas, and, and you said that, um, you know, getting outside of your comfort zone, and also just, I guess, that, that um, parental perception, you know, <laughs> it's like your parents, your parents know you, you know, they know you, but right. the truth the truth of the matter is, that 18 to 24, when you're kind of like, out on your own your parents really think they know you they don't know <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean they don't know what 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 you're going through as far as like you know being in school and 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 your journey in music and I guess just being a respectable you know child you know you always want to make sure you hold yourself up to a higher you know a certain standard for your parents but at some point you kind of have to break away from that like you're saying in, in the music was it a challenge for you to do that in a sense knowing that like my parents are listening or was it one of those things where it was like, you know what, I just got to do me and hopefully my parents just understand what, you know, what I'm dealing with musically. Yeah. Kind of like the latter, you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, you just got to start living for yourself. I mean, yeah. outside of music, just in, in your personal choices, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, it was funny when I, I came back from L.A. after I recorded the project and I, I played it for my mom because I, I knew it was, you know, so much different from Origin. Yeah. And um, I was like, um, on one son, actually, like, 
the end, you know, yeah. <clears throat> of the chorus is, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and so it was like kind of cringing, like, you know, but what can, you know, all, could, all she could do was just accept. Hey, yeah, my yeah. baby ain't a baby no more. Baby no more. Yeah, that, that's the thing, man. It's like, I, I, you know, I, I don't curse. You know what I mean? But even when I was doing a lot of cursing in yeah. like college and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, I would come home and it's just like, you know, I, I just click right into that mode of yeah. like, you know, the, the kid that they, they they know, you know, your parents know. It's like, man, come on, like you, you you're in school, you're doing what you do. It's, <laughs> it, you know, but it's just like. Yeah, but you yeah. still, you know, you still And it's funny because it sounds so trivial and insignificant, exactly. but, you know, exactly. for some people, and it's crazy because you, you look at some artists and you're like, how, how are they like just posing for Playboy or doing this or doing that? But yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, everybody's situation is different. That's you true. know, I grew up in church and I, you know, just really high moral standards. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then you, you kind of form your own beliefs and your own, you know, um, set of guidelines, uh, your own moral code when you, when you coming to your own yeah. so um that's a, a really impo important piece of you know artistry as well i agree 100 percent um I, so i i definitely want to get back to this this um this album okay um it, it's an ep excuse me the ep eight, eight tracks <laughs> on it um just the the end goal i will say because you said mm -hmm. it, it definitely exceeded your expectations and you know I, I will say say that just me like having a site and you know, I'm always looking around and seeing what's going on. I've noticed that with the release of this project, more you have the attention of a lot of people right now. Like people are like, "Oh man, India, she's you know she's she's talented," and I'm seeing like people posting the, the project. I see people actually digging into the background and noticing like, "Oh, you had a, a project with Origin out," mm -hmm. and it's like they they you have people attention right now. Yeah. So there's this saying um, that that. You know, you want to get people in the car, right? So once you get them in the car, what's the one thing that most people can't do when they're in your car? Like, just think, if, if I was to get in your car with you right now, what's the one thing that I absolutely could not do in your car? Um... <laughs> I, I want. I, I want you to think. About I, I'm pretty laid back. I mean, I think you'd be good. I mean, I'll be good. Okay, so yeah, I'll put it like unless this. you're but, trying to like grab the steering wheel. That that. Okay, no, that's crazy. <laughs> We're not grabbing the steering wheel, but but most people would think like you know you can't touch someone's radio. People, okay, people I, radio is pretty. I feel you. Know, you I feel you. So okay, India didn't want to go along with that, but we're gonna act like she did say that. Uh, yeah, you can't touch my radio and get in the car. So, I'm right. I'm really nice. Sorry. So here, here's my point to that, right? So with, with music, you have to get people attention, and once you get their attention the getting in the car part mm -hmm. they're in the car with you so once they're in the car they can't touch your radio you can give gotcha. them whatever you want so yeah this was a sample piece of of your talent level i know that you have light years of talent but now you have people attention so what's next like now that they're in the car and they can't touch the radio what's next for them what do they have to ride out and listen to for this hour-long trip you know to wherever you guys are going mm. um you know, I'm in I'm in that mode right now. I'm in creation mode, okay. and I'm um, so I, I can't really say what's next because it hasn't. I, I just feel like you create the music, mm -hmm. and then um, there's this really magical part <laughs> where it like just kind of takes on a life of its own Absolutely. and it does its own thing and then it becomes something so much more than you ever had um planned it to be you know what i mean so mm -hmm. um i i haven't gotten to that part yet but i i know it's going to be um very purposeful i mean that's kind of where i'm at right now like 
uh, I'm on the new Kendrick Lamar album, Super Heavy, and I'm just like inspired. You know, that album brings tears to my eyes. So uh, I, I'm on that train right now. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm so glad you, you <laughs> said that. Um, and, and I won't spend too much time on it, but yeah. I'm on that right now, too. I, mm-hmm. was, I was in the gym earlier and I was listening to the, the album and it's, you know, some stuff takes a while to, for people to understand. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I listen to it and I understand it. Yeah. Know, I listen to lyrics, but because it doesn't sound sonically like the things that people are used to, mm-hmm. people are instantly, okay, we'll, we'll come back to it later. But if you were to sit down and really break down that album track by track, which I really want to do that with, with just a round table of people to break that album down, he's really talking about some social issues. He's talking mm-hmm. about communities. He's talking about government he's talking about everything he really. is literally everything, everything. in every song <laughs> like and, every and, yeah everything <laughs> and it's 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 wordy and, and you know it's going to take people time to, to digest it but when they do i think it's going to come back to one of the greatest albums of hip-hop albums oh my of, gosh of all time. I, yes I really think so because yeah, i'm right there with you I, i'm a outcast fan and equipment i takes the cake for me but i think in like five to ten years, when we're able to come back and truly listen uh, and see what's going on, that album is going to be right up there with it. It's it's, yeah. it's a great album. It's a very great album, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it there. Uh, I know because we could talk about this for. I mean, in so my mind, much, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, so much. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll definitely invite you to this roundtable. I want to set this up, but with just you know influencers and. And, and, you know, music heads, all of that. I think it'll be a great conversation to really dissect that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still figuring that out. So Okay, uh, but let me I know. Think it, yeah, I think that needs to happen. Um, so, yeah, like like you're saying that, that you know, you're, you're in creative mode right now. And I hate to be that guy that, because just like we said, music takes time to digest. So I don't, I don't like the idea of people moving on so quickly. Like, mm-hmm. let's digest this album let me let me do some shows and you come to the right. show and get to know me most definitely you know in the music and and i know the shows are you still doing every every tuesday no that was a music series that we did in february okay okay um so i have a couple of things coming up i'm doing the um georgia state university fashion show on april 4th which is supposed okay. to be a really big deal um and then let's see, I am headlining a show at the Masquerade on April 19th, nice. um, along with a couple of my friends, uh, Black and a guy named L.A., who I heard is super tight. Mm-hmm. And I will be in Los Angeles at the Sayers Club um, and a couple of other spots in April, as well as uh, I'll be doing uh, BET Music Matters in nice. New York, New York yeah. um, in April. April. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I have a lot lined up, and I'm I'm just praying that next um, is a tour <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to follow yeah. all these spot dates and just to really promote the project and um, just to get some some more you know experience and travel and, yeah. and sing and all that fun stuff. So yeah, how, how is performing for you? Because I know like being being an artist, the creative process is great, but uh, you know seeing people actually know the records and sing along with you. How how is that feeling for you? Uh, That feeling is amazing. You know, um, those moments, because especially now, because the the music is is so new, you Mm -hmm. know, I I don't, I I don't really, I'm not, (laughs) I'm trying to (laughs) say the most politically correct uh, thing, but um, I'm going to give the audience time. I'll just say that, you know, but it's, it's awesome when, um, 
I can perform stuff from origin and, and hear people sing along with me. That is the most fulfilling thing ever. Um, just to see their excitement and the fact that they actually know the words, like yeah. the words that I wrote, the words that I felt that just came from my mind, you know, that I was courageous enough to put on record and for them to to know it and love it and sing it that's the most fulfilling thing ever yeah uh, so i'm gonna give y'all some time with this outer <laughs> limits ep but y'all better be singing what the f would be no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no no i got you i got you, you gotta no, give, them, no, you give no. them time especially nowadays like um you know it's i don't know and and, and maybe i'm speaking from just like a, a hip-hop uh, standpoint but the music is is so quick you know you get stuff yeah you know I, i've said this on multiple occasions it it baffles me that I'm able to run a hip hop site mm. because every day I have something new to post and it's like, oh, yeah, it's so much like how, like, you know what I mean? Like, like how it's is unending, it unending? Yeah. Unending. And there's a lot of crap. I, I, I don't even want to go through that. <laughs> I'm about to have a personal counseling session with you, but <laughs> there's like, you know, if I'm getting two to 300 emails a day, I would say that 85% of it is just, wow. It's somebody following somebody else's trend. And they're doing that, and they think that that's the way to win. And it's like, no, you don't sound any different than the next person. You know what I mean? Right. So I I can appreciate when artists are courageous enough to, like, put their life in music. And then to do it under, like, sounds that are not expected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially live musicianship and and all of that, which, I mean, I think the project really um, says that in itself. The uh, the video. Mm-hmm. Explain that to me because I've seen the ballet and, and you know I like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's very um, abstract. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to get your opinion on the video. Like, what was the uh, the idea behind it and, and the point that you were making uh, with the video? And it, because I noticed there was a lot of things going on in the background, and I noticed that they it was very limited, you know, mm-hmm. ballet stuff for you, but it was more like focus in on on my, my singing, but the stuff that was going on in the background was almost like, I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Um, are you familiar with, well, I'm sure you're familiar with Sia, the artist Sia yeah. and her performances, how she's like, she's just there, she's there. <laughs> but what's going on behind her is like a play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I kind of got that same feeling when I watched the video and it was just yeah. like, so I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking, but what? You yeah. Know. Well, the director, Andrew Litton, um, shout out to him. He definitely wanted to, he, he didn't want to make it a music video. He wanted to make it okay. like a ballet, you gotcha. know? Um, but it's just this um, heartbreak love story, um, you know, that, that ends badly between a ballerina who mm-hmm. I play and an astronaut. Who uh, <laughs> James plays, and you know we just kind of float away from each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the you know the song says, "I need you around to keep me from floating mm-hmm. away." Um, unfortunately, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> he wasn't around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's quite simple. But um, we wanted to make it uh, very abstract and artistic, and uh, you know, let you kind of interpret it for yourself. So. Cool, cool. I got you. I'm, I'm glad you cleared it up. That's that's kind of along the line. So yeah. I know we got to wrap up soon, but before you get out of here, I <laughs> wanted you to uh, 
you saw all the records when you came in. Yeah. So this is something that we do called Vinyl Conversations, right? Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is you can randomly, and I, I really mean randomly, there's three crates here. Okay. So I just want you to select one record from each crate. Okay. And I want you to get on the, back on the mic and tell us what you have and just give us a story behind those records. It could be something, maybe something that reminds you of something or whatever you see in those records. Just kind of briefly tell us, you know, what it means to you. Okay? All right, cool. Let me right. grab some records. Yeah. So, you know, one from here, here, and. We'll leave the 45s alone for a second. Yeah, there's there's plenty. So just you know, one randomly. So you, you're you're looking. She's cheating I'm right now. I'm looking because I have to be able to talk about them. No, no, it's just whatever whatever comes to mind. Okay, I'll, okay, I'm gonna reason. just grab some. Okay, okay, I'm gonna just grab one. All right, and so grab Ooh, one. Oh wow. Okay, sorry, I'm not grabbing yeah. this. Yeah. Grab one from there. I'll grab this one. And then one from there. Ooh, All right, so I think you have, one. yeah, you have a, a, a nice selection there. And, and I'm going to tell you a weird story about one of those records that you have. It has came up on this podcast four times, and I swear I only have one copy of that record. Wow. So I don't know how, and it's not that one, it's the um, it's the Christmas one that you have. Okay. I don't know why that one keeps coming Oops. up, but it, it's this will be the fourth time that it's came up on this podcast. So it, it's weird to me, but it is what it is. Okay. So yeah, walk us through, what do you have in your hand right now? All right, I have um, Huey Lewis and the News. Um, it's entitled Sports, and I have no idea who this guy is. Never seen him in my life. Let me look at some of the song titles. The Heart of Rock and Roll, Heart and Soul, Bad is Bad. Yeah, this, I think this might have been way before my, my time. I'll, I'll give you one tidbit on okay. that. Okay. Um, one of the records on there was sampled by... Um, forgot his name but the guy that did the uh, ghostbusters thing oh, okay like, it's, oh, it's off of that, so, so okay so yeah. that's amazing then okay so um the christmas uh record you're talking about is uh by nat king cole it's called the christmas song and i mean what can be said about this guy that hasn't already been said <laughs> one of the craziest voices ever absolutely one of the most amazing voices um yeah this guy is a legend and yeah, he. This is kind of. I think this is like the only Christmas music I can tolerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't grow up on Christmas music. My yeah. mom doesn't really like Christmas music, but uh, between him and Mariah, I think. Gotcha, I, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then I had to save this one for last. I have Diana Ross. Miss oh, yeah. Diana Ross. What's the title of this record? Let me um. See. This That's is beautiful. A, you might have. To, I don't know which one that is, because um, she has a couple of them that has her. Um, it might be on the side. Um, Silk Electric. Okay, that's probably okay. it. I don't. She has so much music. I, yeah, and this actually says produced by Diana for Diana Ross Productions, which is amazing. And um, it's funny. I actually just did. Um, I've been doing a March birthday tribute. Okay. Um, videos on my instagram because my birthday is wednesday well and, happy birthday uh, from us from the den thank you and i just did one for diana just yesterday last night um i sung uh do oh, you yeah. know i've been seeing those like somebody's playing the keys and you're mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 so she is i was saying she is the um quintessential aries woman which is, <laughs> is very true uh yeah all right so here's what we normally do here and it's totally up to you, but 
I usually have rappers sitting in that seat. <laughs> so I would, what we do is we ask them to pick one of those records. Mm-hmm. I put them out on a record player and I play something and they rap over whatever they get. Okay. Right? I don't want you to rap because okay. I think you have a beautiful voice, <laughs> but I would love to hear you sing something. You gave us a little snippet earlier, <laughs> but I would love to hear you sing something over this. And, and, you know, I usually ask them, they can freestyle or do something written, but we just want to hear something from them. Okay. So I'm sure you want to go Putting over that Diana Ross here. Sure. That's probably the most obvious choice um, out of those, but it's up to you, whichever one you want. Yeah, more. we can do that. Okay. So we got India. She's um, doing something with this Diana Ross. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm just gonna do something that's whichever, just aside and see what we have. So, okay. like I said, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna play it. And you're creative, <laughs> you're talented. So, you know, whatever comes to mind. And, um, you know, shortly after that, um, you know, you can give us your Twitter and all of that information. Okay. Uh, before we get out of here. But we're going to see what we can come up with. I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Mm, I, Hold on, I gotta just get into this groove. This is nice. This is my first uh, duet with Diana. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this song is too tight. I, I need to go back and revisit this. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna I, go back. And I can't sing over Diana right now. We're gonna, we're gonna fade Diana down. All right. So how about? I'm this? too enwrapped in the song. <laughs> that, that, that is. Uh, it's called "Muscles" uh, by Diana Ross. Diana Ross, excuse me. Um, I think Don Cannon produced that record for Jeezy. Oh. But he sampled that okay. um, that that dun, 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 that part. But anyway, that's the name who sampled. That's Tuesday nights from eight to ten on my IG. If you guys wanna that's just a sub Okay. So cool, cool, cool. I know we gotta get you out of here and I don't wanna hold you I'm already one minute over. Uh so if you could give us uh, your social media um, you just gave us a duet with Diana Ross. We'll accept that. Um, <laughs> gave y'all three good ad libs. Yeah, yeah, three, three ad libs. <laughs> if you want to go and pick up, trust me, y'all, that she is super talented. And if you haven't heard the project, you can make sure you go and hear that. You can hear her sing all day long. Um, but give us the social media, how people can connect with you, how they can pick up the album, all of that. Um, you can go to my website, indiashawn.com. That's I-N-D-I-A-S-H-A-W-N.com and find all of my um, music. Uh, also on my SoundCloud, same thing, soundcloud.com slash indiashawn. 
twitter.com slash India Sean. I just created a new Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com slash India Sean Sounds. Um, Instagram, it's India Sean. Twitter, it's India Sean. So all India Sean, everything. Y'all follow me, add me, message me. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback on the music. Um, yeah, so stream the album, stream the EP, um, buy the EP. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, let's let's plug buy the EP. How about that? Let's do that. Let's you can stream it. it first, then buy it. There you okay. Go. There you go. Um, and thanks so much for having me. I really no appreciate it. No problem. It. I thank you for coming in. Um, you know, this is Jay Good straight out the den. Like, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, that's great. You guys hear me do this spiel all the time. That's great. I appreciate you. But I need you to go and subscribe on iTunes. It's simple. There will be a button right up under there. You can see it right there. Go ahead and click that button subscribe on itunes rate comment on the podcast tell a friend to tell a friend we're growing here and the only way we're going to continue to grow is that you help us out so uh, make sure you do that um you can follow me on all things social media is uh at straight out the den it's str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n um any final words um Just thank you. Thank you to you. Uh, those would be my final words. Cool, cool. Well, hey, uh, my final words, you guys have heard me say this before. I'm going to continue to say it. Um, if you have a dream, pray mm. on that dream, yeah. research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Gooder straight out the den. That's India. She can sing. She got to do it with my <laughs> Diana Ross. You can just rewind back. <laughs> and we're out. Peace. <laughs>